Well, that, that was a doozy. What is up? Welcome back to the Big 12 Takeover. I'm Tyler, joined as always by my good friend and co-host Donnell. We are here to uh, react to the national championship. Uh, we took a couple days to kind of process it because, you know, we are a Big 12 show. We were rooting for TCU and uh, we're kind of licking our wounds at this point. But we figured, you know, we'd come back, we'd give you guys our instant reactions to that. So we got a quick video for you guys today. Nothing too crazy, uh, but we definitely want to kind of give our immediate thoughts to it and and kind of talk about what, what's next, right? So um, we are brought to you guys by Prize Picks, but I'll tell you a little bit about that later on in the video. For now, we're going to jump right into this thing. Uh, it, as, as I hit in the sizzle there, this was a doozy. Uh, this game sucked by all accounts. It, it was not a lot of fun. Um, but the over-under was 62.5. Georgia hit that on their own. Um, they didn't even need TCU to get there. <laughs> Uh, which is just kind of remarkable. Um, Tells you that over. Smash the over. Yeah, smash the crap out of the over. The the odds were Georgia minus 12.5. Honestly, it might have been 27. <laughs> it could have been. Like, at one point, I was looking at it on DraftKings, and it was at 27. Uh, 27.5 <laughs> they were giving TCU. I was like, oh, my gosh, dude. This is, this is ugly. Um, yeah. But enough for me. Donnell, I, I want you to give us kind of some of the storylines <laughs> That we kind of took away from this game. I'll, I'll let you carry it away here. Yeah, man, this game was over from the moment that Kirby Smart gave his speech to his team. Uh, I don't know if anybody, if any of our viewers have heard that speech, but if you can, please go look it up. Look it up on Twitter, the internet, Google, YouTube, whatever. Kirby Smart, he gets me going, makes me want to play again. I'll run through a wall for him right now. <laughs> I'll go coach right now for him. Man, that that just gets you turned up. And I, can, I, I see why Georgia came out the way they did. Yeah. And, Kirby Smart has a lot to do with that. Yeah, man. You know, to to summarize it is basically be aggressive. Uh, don't be the hunted. Be the hunter. Um, man, did they not? Uh, did they own that or did they own that? Jesus, they just rolled, man. They rolled. Um, I'll hit this next one here. Duggan was antsy early on, uh, and they just never really recovered from it. Um, I think both teams were a little antsy, a little hyped up at the beginning. We had the, you know, both teams started with false starts. Uh, that was kind of funny. Um, you know, that's it, it's a big game. It's a big moment. National championship, you know, everything's national television. Everybody's talking about it. Celebrities are in the house. It happens. I mean, kids get excited. Um, but Duggan was missing some throws that he normally makes and uh, was, you know, taking some sacks that we've seen him get out of every now and again. Now, obviously, they don't play Georgia every week, but... Um, you know, I've seen we've seen much better performances from Max Duggan, uh, not just because it was Georgia, but because he just didn't look right all night. He he didn't look like he didn't look good against Michigan either, particularly. I mean, he had some plays, but I wasn't impressed with his Michigan performance, and and you know he didn't bounce back like I kind of hoped he would. So, um, yeah, I, I would agree with this one here, Donnell. He just they just never recovered from it. You know, they couldn't they couldn't get going, and uh, I'll, I'll let you lead that into your next point here. Um, yeah, they never recover, and uh, a lot of that has to do with Keandre, with Keandre Miller. Yep. Without him, that offense is not the same. It puts too much pressure on Max to do something that he's not used to doing or that he shouldn't be doing, quite frankly. And, uh, yeah, 
Miller is the engine, like I said at the beginning of the season. His offense might look like the pass is what they lean on, but the run game is what drives it. So, Yeah, I mean, we said ad nauseum, you know, you said it before the season, we said it throughout the season. Like, Kendra Miller is the guy that sparks this team a lot. And, like, I know Max gets a lot of the, the praise, and, and rightfully so. Max Duggan's a heck of a football player. These last two games I don't think are indicative of the player that he is. Uh, but Kendra Miller, you know, it, it was poetic. You'd see it every every game. Kendra Miller would make a big play that just sparks this offense and gets it back going again. Um, and not having him was a big deal. I mean, we even talked about it in our uh, when we were saying whether or not we thought he would play after Sonny Dykes' press conference. We talked about pass pro and pass blitz pickup. How many times did we see on a, on a sack Demarcado just missing the extra man? I mean, there was the one. I think it was in the third quarter. They slid the protection to the left. And uh, DiMercato was supposed to scan, you know, all the way to the right side. And just never got there. Like, never even... I mean, it's the one man. It, it, they, it's literally as simple as it could be. And DiMercato didn't get there. Um, and that's an easy scan. It's not hard. When the whole line is, is sliding, it's easy. You have the last man available. And it's always the guy on the end. You can't miss him. And DiMercato didn't get there. And, and like, Kendrick Miller makes that block nine times out of ten. And so, yeah, I mean, missing him, they, they just weren't the same. They, none of it looked right. None of it looked right. Um, this one, I know this one will piss you off, so I'm going to say it. Uh, TCU's <laughs> defense did not show up. They stayed in Fort Worth. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but this did not look like the same defense we had seen. I get it. Georgia's good. They're great. They're all the things. But my goodness, I had not seen this defense play this poorly all year long. Blown coverages. Uh, you know, I, I swear, I do not think they studied any tape on Brock Bowers at all. I don't think they even had him on their scouting report. No. And that's the crazy thing because Georgia didn't do anything great. Just like uh, D. Winter said, they didn't come out and do anything crazy. No. They did basic stuff and they just, they didn't they didn't show up for the task at hand. And kind of that has to do with, yeah, they were going against Georgia. Probably figured that the offense wasn't going to move the ball after a while. Mm-hmm. You, you can only do so much, but right. at the same time, have some respect. You could have some respect because I mean, even the backups for Georgia came in and were doing the same thing. Too. Oh yeah, started, oh so. yeah. I mean, it was it so, was you a, know. it was a, a thrashing. I mean, they got beat down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just crazy to me. I, I was kind of tweeting about it from the account. Like, it is wild to me that Brock Bowers is running wide open constantly. <laughs> it's like nobody. That is a no- man child. Yeah, I mean, he's good. I'm not saying taking anything away from Brock Bowers. He's incredible. He's the best tight end in the country. But, like, they didn't even try. Like, it didn't even look like they wanted to cover him. They were like, yeah, we'll let him do his thing, and we'll just kind of worry about everybody else. But then they didn't really do that either. Lad, or whatever his name is, the <laughs> whitest kid in the world, is out there running <laughs> wide open too. So it's like, man. And, that, again, wide I'm not trying open. to take anything away from Georgia's players, but, like, they were just running wide open. Like, nobody was covering them. They did a decent job against the run early. But then Stetson Bennett just started just killing him with his legs. Stetson Easy Bennett man. played a heck of a game. I, I, I have nothing but good things to say about him. He looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, Great game. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess, Donnell, we, we want to give away a game ball. Is there any game balls you'd like to give away? <clears throat> Despite his fumble, which was a big-time fumble because it was early in the game, Darius Davis, he was the only one that looked like he wanted to be out there. I mean, yeah. he, he had five receptions for 101 yards. He gave effort effort throughout the game. It didn't make a difference. But if I had to give out a game ball to a TCU player, it would be him. 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard, you know, it's hard to give out a game ball when somebody <laughs> curb stomps you like that. Um, but I, I would agree with that. I thought Darius Davis played well, minus the fumble. The fumble was just stupid. Put the ball yeah. in your outside hand. <laughs> Come on. That's yeah. stuff you learn in middle school. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was the only one who had any kind of anything in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to add to that. Um, if you had been keeping up with all of our bowl game kind of coverage, previews, all that, we had been making picks, and we had been keeping track of them, right? So the Big 12 plus you know the college football playoff had nine bowl games, if you count the two for the playoff. And uh, both of us went three and six. We did a terrible job. Um, some of the ones that we thought were maybe layups were not layups. <laughs> uh, some of the ones that we thought, you know, hey, there could be an upset here. They were upsets, or you know, they, those teams won. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a rough uh, pick'em season for us. <laughs> we did pretty good in our year. yeah, we did pretty good in our preseason previews, but uh, our pick'ems for the bowl season were poor. We did not do well. Um, we both went three and six, as I mentioned. So we'll we'll push to next year. Uh, it's going to be a tie until until bowl season next year. So we'll we'll have to settle that bet next season. Um, before we let you go, I do want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Uh, we here at the Takeover Sports Network have teamed up with Prize Picks, and they have a special offer for all of our listeners and viewers. New users that deposit and use the promo code Takeover will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So if you're looking for a fun and easy way to play daily fantasy, be sure to check out Prize Picks, and don't forget to use the promo code Takeover so they know we sent you. That's Prize Picks promo code Takeover. If you're watching this video, you can scan that QR code right there with your phone. Do, you deposit up to 100 bucks, we'll we'll match it. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Go win you some money, uh, and they do all sports, so you'll have plenty, plenty, plenty to do. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, be sure to comment. Let us know what you thought of this game in the comments if you want to. I know it was a just an absolute beatdown, um, but you know we had to give you guys our reactions to it. We had to let you guys know what we were thinking. Um, kind of tell you what's, what's coming forward. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on with recruits going to places, coaches leaving, uh, new teams entering the conference. We got a lot of content coming out for you this offseason. This is just the beginning. We're going to be coming out with videos every week. Um, so be sure to tune in to those. Uh, we got Sawyer Robinson just commit, just went to committed to Baylor. So we got a video coming out on that later this week. Uh, Texas has some coaching changes we're going to talk about. Um, and we have our way too early standings predictions for the 2023 season uh, that are sure to ruffle some feathers. So be sure to tune in for those. They'll be coming out in the coming days. Um, And thank you so much for watching. We will talk to you guys very soon.